Bobby is playing our therapist tonight. Maddie is contemplating leaving dispatch. And Eddie just had a very horrible, unexpected chain of events. Let's talk about it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I really love this song. (laughs) I love it because, like... I, I'm up. so used to it doing something else. And I was going to say, what's up, y'all? Like my regular, what's up, y'all? But the song is just, you know. It's a different vibe, it's for sure. Different vibe. It's a different vibe. It's more like a, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Hi, everyone. You are watching 911 Season 2, Episode 7. Tonight's episode was titled, Be Careful What You Wish For. And we obviously are being really careful on tonight. We are talking about Chemist, the captain. We got a little situation with Eddie going on. That's why, you know, I got a little sad in the intro. Eddie having some hardships. Not only that, Maddie is contemplating leaving. Plus, we have our Queen Bassie. But before we get into that, I just want to let y'all know that I'm Portia Carter. Joining me is my wonderful panelist, Courtney Allen. Hello, everyone. So, overall thoughts of the show tonight? Totally blindsided by Shannon. Totally blindsided. I didn't see that coming at all. Every time I seen her on screen, I was confused. Okay. <laughs> Every single time. It's like I didn't I didn't understand none of it. I didn't understand the beach scene. I didn't understand the dinner at night. I didn't under- look, since we done brought it up, let's just talk about that first. Let's, uh, uh. let's just talk about it. So <laughs> we have a whole chain of events going on. Eddie is, you know. Living his life. He having his dream situation. They on a, He on a beach with his wife and his child. And they're having family time. Granted, right now, he's not addressing her as his wife. Mm-hmm. He's calling her basically his baby mama. Because he, he don't know what to call her. Apparently, he's still a little <laughs> salty about her dipping and disappearing on him real quick. So, they still having that kind of thing. And so, he doesn't really know where he where she fits in a part of the family outside of her being Chris's mother, although she is his wife. What you think about this little mix-up? It's weird because she's basically like, what are we? But you would think that she wouldn't have to ask that at this stage in their relationship because they are married. So I'm just like, dang, like she's having the what are we conversation when they have a whole kid and they're married. But at the same time... She did leave. So she has to understand that hesitation or the fact that he's not rushing into making it a stable thing because she just dipped for a long time. So that takes a little I bit to I have from. no understanding for that. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to rewind back to what you said when you said that she's having a what are we conversation. Because at this point in life, what are we conversations are for... Someone you're dating, right? Yes. So say you're dating a guy and y'all been going out on dates. Y'all been on like 10 dates. Y'all always on the phone. Y'all talking to each other. Y'all seeing each other a lot. He's over your house. You're over his house. And you kind of, he hasn't really made, you know, the first step. So you kind of like, what are we? You know, at, mm-hmm. a, at a certain point, you like, what are we? 
But no, these fools are married. <laughs> They're married. First and foremost, she got the last name. <laughs> they have a whole child together. Granted, we we left separated. What so? I look. Okay, I don't care. That that really don't count when y'all sitting here playing house. Like <laughs> the titles that y'all do have are into play. Okay, so then they having this little conversation. And she hit him with the, what are we? I just don't have no understanding for it. This is not one of those things where you done been on the dates with these fools. Like, you, y'all dating, and you don't understand where he leading you to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They whole married. I was so confused. Yeah. The whole conversation, I was just, like, scratching my head. Like, are are we really talking this about high this? school? Are we really <laughs> having a conversation like we not married and we don't have a child? Why do I have to ask you, what are we? Yeah. What you mean? What are we? What what the title say we are? He's like, I'm just waiting for a sign. <laughs> Typical guy. I'm waiting on a sign for something. I don't know what to do. I'm just waiting. Right. What sign? <laughs> Ain't no sign. <laughs> then she hits him with the I'm pregnant. She, but did she I mean, say she, she thought she was think, pregnant? Yeah, she, she said she Because I thought, thought she just said I'm pregnant. She, no, she said okay. I think I'm pregnant. Because I was like... It seemed pretty clear that she was. I thought that she said that, at least. But, yeah. Okay, good to know. At least there was, like, some doubt still. Yeah. There was some doubt still on both parts. So, granted, you know, he have his little conversations with Buck about it. He talks to Bobby about it. And he comes to the conclusion that he wants her in his life for the long run. He wants to restart whatever it was that they had going on. And so he plans this little dinner, and I guess he's about to ask for her hand in marriage again. I don't know what he was about to do. It looked he it looked like he was setting up for a proposal. He had yeah. his whole little speech planned out. He like, I want us to be a family again. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my sign. This is about to work out. And then she hit him with the, I think we need a divorce. But wait, let me go back for a minute, because now I'm just thinking, remember that couple in the ambulance, and he was like, you could see Eddie's reflection that he was looking at them? That was a foreshadow. Because the remember the bomb that went off and the guy was holding the lady's hand in the ambulance and they were on the way. That was a foreshadow because Shannon died and that's where Eddie was in the ambulance with her, like when she like when she was about to die. And then like because you know that's what inspired him to have that dinner. I think that that moment when he was looking through, he was just like, "That could be me and Shannon." Like you know, do you remember? Yes, I do. Okay, because I'm like that was a foreshadow. I'm, I'm piecing two and two together. I'm sorry I'm thinking about it. No, it's okay. It's just like, who would have thought that? I just thought it was going to be a moment of, I want to marry her now, but I didn't think she was actually going to die. I am still caught up on the let's get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, we are going to talk about her being dead, but the fact that before she dies, they're having this conversation. He poured out his whole heart, his whole heart, and she hit him with the let's get a divorce. And I'm just have no understanding for it. You got this fine. He fine, fine. Like, one of the finest out the crew. Is He is the finest out the crew. Like, Period. this ravishing piece of masculinity is sitting across from you, and you say you want a divorce. Amazing like, father. Amazing Dedicated, father. hard worker, saving lives every day. And then willing to bring bring you back in the punch when you up and, and chuck the dust on him like he was a ghost. And he really didn't drag her through the mud like he could have. Right. He didn't hit you with the slick and slide. <laughs> he left you in the bed. Slick and slide. Okay? And you say you would have divorced. I was stuck on that. <laughs> he you in the bed. <laughs> like, 
Nah, nah, not nah. I can see if you ask Buck. Okay, let me not throw Buck under the bus. I'm sorry, Buck. Anyway, so <laughs> you just can't ask a man like that for a divorce. Like, girl, plenty women. Okay, it's plenty women out here who would appreciate a man like mm-hmm. that, and you want to chuck the deuces. And now her chucking the deuces has landed her somewhere else. You know? Well, she could have left it where it was and just been like, I don't think we should move forward too fast. I think we should just kind of keep everything in coast. (laughs) She could have literally just done that and keep doing what they're doing until they figure it out. And she was ready to G.O. Because it's like, why get a divorce if you're just going to try to work and be married again? Yeah. I don't see the point of that. But now she don't need a divorce because obviously um, we have this chain of events that happens where a girl just so happens to ram her car through a crowd of people. I don't know what her issue was, but she said she ain't see him. So Very clearly about that. something is going on with her baby girl. She said she ain't see him. Lo and behold, she done hit Shannon and Shannon, I guess, dies on spot. But her brain didn't catch up to her being dead mm-hmm. already from what Hen explained. This is what Hannah is explaining because baby girl looked just fine to me. She looked like she might have been knocked out a little bit, but <laughs> she, <couldn't laughs> she looked just fine to me. She had spine. She did have, you know, a few spinal injuries and some old stuff. And, you know, they put her on the stretcher and Jim tell Hen, you know, don't work on them. And then go tell Eddie to say his goodbyes. I really didn't like that moment because. I did feel like that was a, you know, a rough call for Chim and he could have made a better decision. Like, you know, maybe the, the, um, in- incubator or the intubator, whatever they had to put in baby girl, it could have worked out. It could have worked out ahead of time, you know, but we don't know. We don't know. All we know is they get in the truck and they say they, I love you. And now baby girl is dead. Just like that. Just like that. And I'm, hmm, it's like. I'm I'm sad for Eddie, but it's like, you know, she just asked for a divorce. Oh gosh! So you was gonna be without her anyway, you know? I, Not I, do, really. Do that seem unsympathetic? Yes. Okay, you know I'm gonna shut terrible. up. Terrible. I'm gonna shut up. You you say your thoughts. Well, <laughs> you were very upset that Chimney was like, "Go say bye to your wife." But I think at that point, everybody just knew based on their experience that she wasn't gonna make it. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, it seemed a little harsh, but at the end of the day, like, he's probably like, you don't have much time. Like, because as we saw, she died about a minute later from that moment. Yeah. You know? I know you didn't like it, though. You were like, I hate him. <laughs> I was like, you love him. What are you talking about? I do. I love, look, I love Chim. I do love Chim. I just, I just didn't like the moment that happened. Yeah. It was just, it was all real icky. Because. A lot of emotions is going on, you know. I was mad at baby girl for asking for the divorce, and then she lay on the floor and she dies. Like what? Like you can't you can't be mad at somebody and then they die. And it's like, dang, you can't. You was just mad at them. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to pull back from. I don't know how to navigate through all these different emotions. You know what I'm saying? So it was so sad when he was walking. I can understand. Yeah. I was like, you give the clothes back that fast, right? I thought that was weird. Y'all took them off of her quick. Dang. I was like, gosh, let it settle in. <laughs> Talk Can about we do this at a different in. time? Do I need to walk out with the clothes? Uh, 
and then, that was that was that was I I think that was um the certainty that baby girl is gone. <laughs> That Not was for the, us. That was a certainty that she's gone for him. <laughs> so I'm he sorry, don't come back thinking funny. that this is not a joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he don't come back thinking that this is a joke and nah, because you know, like you never know what you go through in grief. Yeah. When you when you're grieving and things of that nature, you never know what you're going through mentally. So I think it was good for him to actually have something substantial to go home with to know that she's really gone. And now he's got to tell Christopher, so he's just going to think his mom dipped again. Yeah. Which is going to be a hard conversation. What do you think about the letter that she wrote? It was sad, especially at, like once they played it after she had already died, because at that point she couldn't really repair anything. She didn't have ample time to repair their relationship. But she wrote that goodbye letter already. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you got to be careful what you wish for. Yeah. You're better off without Because you wrote, you wrote this long, heartfelt goodbye letter for your son to go and live his life without you. And then now you did. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I just can't. It's definitely ironic. Yeah. I'm just still blown away. Yeah, me too. And I'm just, you know, sad for Eddie because he was really struggling. He was struggling because he loved her and he was willing to push forward. And then, you know, she slapped him in the face with his divorce. And now she's gone, gone. So not only was he about to lose her through a divorce, but he loses her in death now. Mm -hmm. And it was just really tragic, you know? But before we go into any more tragic things, we don't want to lose you guys. So let us tell you how you can stay with us, okay? (laughs) Guys, before we move on to the next topic, we just want to say thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to continue to grow, we really need your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, comment. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. We would not be able to do any of this without you. None of the stuff that you see without your support, we wouldn't be able to do it. So just know how much your support and everything that you guys do out there means to us. So please keep watching our shows and we hope you enjoy it just as much as we do. Right. And it's not just us. We got a lot of us. We got, you know, a lot of dramas. We got a lot of comedies. We got a lot of hero. We got a lot of reality TV. Mm-hmm. You watch these shows, so find what best suits you and make sure you watch the after show. Subscribe, okay? As we continue to grow and become the ESPN of TV talk to serve you. Yes. Super TV fans. Yes. Well said, sis. Well said with you, too. Thank you. So, let's get into Chim as the new captain. <laughs> so, we got this little um, issue. Well, it wasn't an issue at first. It was like a, a type of situation that you would want to walk into. This woman, she goes into the store, buy a lottery ticket. She comes out with that lottery ticket and she praying to God, like, I wish you would just let this be the winning ticket. And lo and behold, it started raining money. What a dream come true. What a dream come true. <laughs> and it wasn't raining. Like, you know how people be like talking about making it rain and they throwing like singles. Yeah. It wasn't no singles. Hundreds. These was whole uh, one double O's, okay? <laughs> That's what I was really looking to see when it first they started falling. They was blue notes. <laughs> I was like, are these a dollar bills? Because if they're dollars, I'm not getting on the ground to pick them all up. No. But hundreds? They was hundreds, oh, yeah. okay? I'll do that. This man dropped racks. 
And right after he dropped his racks, he dropped two. He jumped out the window <laughs> and he falls Whoa. 20 stories down, lands on top of her car. The 118, first of all, let's just shout out that uh, Queen Athena was there on the spot already, okay? <laughs> she always show up first. But the 118 shows up and everybody hop out the car talking about, let's see what Cap- Captain decides to do. And lo and behold, the interim captain is Chimney. How did you feel about that? Uh... I'm not usually a fan of power trips, but his power trip, I thought it was funny. Hilarious. I thought he was the perfect person for it. Because anybody else, we would just not like them for it. But because it was him, I thought it was great. I think I would have appreciated him being in charge. I would have chose him. I mean, granted, before, she is, she is, no, she's not the last one to the family, Buck is. Buck, I would never put in charge. Oh, it's a no. It's no, a no obviously. for me. He's not even in the running. It's a no for me. Eddie, he too fresh. But mm-hmm. Hen, I would have chose Hen over Chim. She could have been. I just don't think it would have been as fun. Like, as funny. Like, to see her. Because I feel like she would have just taken it more seriously. And Chimney was kind of, like, milking it. You know? Yeah, he I feel was like he was really that. enjoying himself. <laughs> Up there feeding him pizza because he can't cook. That was outrageous. He was, but he wasn't. You know, as Chimney always tends to do, he was playing someone else. He, you know, has this thing where he can't be himself Mm-mm. in any situation. And he always lived in the what would somebody else do type mm-hmm. of life. And this whole episode, he lived the what would Bobby do type of, you know, ordeal. And it's just like, eh. You know, be yourself. Do what you go do. You know, if yourself is calling Bobby to see, you know, how to handle this, call Bobby to see how to handle this. If yourself is saying, you know, you're going to work on this patient and everybody else do everything else, then, you know, that's what you do. And I like when he finally took charge mm-hmm. with being himself. I'm not, I'm still not too fond of, you know, that, that last call he made. But I think as a captain... It's a hard job. Mm-hmm. It's a hard job. And you give a hard job to somebody who escaped death twice, they're going to do what they want to do with it. <laughs> and then to fill Bobby's shoes. Yeah. Because he's amazing. Yeah. He's like, a, he's like a dad to everybody. Like, truly. And that was, you could tell. Well, I, they all came to him, so. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that. <laughs> we get Bobby playing therapist on tonight. Everybody has come to Bobby with their issues, and all of their issues are with Chim. Buck is complaining about it because he like he like uh uh-uh, uh Captain Han is a monster. Hen is complaining about it because she like this was just my best friend. Now he acting all crazy. Like no, nah, when you coming back? Because I can't do this. <laughs> Eddie is a little shaken up by you too, but Eddie got a lot going on. Yeah. So he he's there, you know, trying to see uh, therapist Sir Bobby w- about Chim and about his, his wife situation, life. his mm-hmm. whole you know situation going on. And then we even got little Harry <laughs> comes to Bobby about asking a girl out to the dance or how, whatever they was talking about. So how did you feel about Bobby and his therapist moment? I was surprised to see Chimney walk in because I didn't think Chim was going to come in there and be like, they hate me. They hate me. You well, dang right they hate you. I definitely you. didn't see that. <laughs> I love that everybody came and talked to Bobby, though. Because, like, as I said yeah. before, Bobby did not have anything else to do. He was twiddling his thumbs, picking out fabrics for the wedding, trying mm-hmm. to plan everything. But the the hairy part was funny because it was just kind of like he... It's, it's a weird because when you're a young boy and 
now your dad's gay, so... <laughs> You know, so I was like, you gonna come to Bobby because yes. you don't want to go to your daddy because you don't know if he's gonna give you advice for the man. Yeah. That's what you said. Or maybe he did, but we didn't see it. But I think it's funny that he's Bobby's now there because he would then have to have the conversation with his dad, his, his biological dad. <laughs> that would have been weird. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it probably would have been. But you know, old Bobby is right there to get him together. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, I was nervous asking your mama out, you know. Granted, anybody that stepped to the queen needs to come with it. Yes. So he better be nervous. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> I just, I love the moment because Bobby was really like answering all of their questions like with such comfort. Mm-hmm. He gave them like hope. He was stern where he needed to be stern. He, you know, gave them something to think about. And he also left Chim with some inspiring words. He's like, you need to find a way as a captain to both be their friend and to be the boss. You can't, you know, weigh your ends on one side or the other. He's like, don't push them, lead them. Mm -hmm. Because not only are you their friend, but you're their leader. Mm -hmm. And if you lead with your friendship, then it all makes one big happy family. We always get really good quotes from this show. Every yeah. episode, I feel like there's one good quote that I can take back into home my with life. Me, okay? Yes, that was it. Be getting me all the way together, okay? <laughs> that was it. I mean, granted, I'm not in a position where I have to choose between friendship and being a boss with somebody. But that did give me, you know, some type of insight into just how to navigate different areas of my life when I'm trying to juggle them, you know? Because it's like, you can juggle all day long, but when one weight is weighing on the other, how you going to balance? And I mm-hmm. feel like Bobby gave me the tools I needed to be able to balance, be balanced with things. Like, simultaneously do things in a way that suits you but it's conducive to the way that others may need to take as well, you know? And Bobby was really chilling during this little suspension. Like, he seems very calm, just taking it day by day. He's not, he's, he doesn't seem anxious. He's not worried. He's literally just willing to accept whatever may happen. Because he know he's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> he probably is. I but... mean, you're not about to have, no. Not the captain. <laughs> Nah, not not Captain Nash. You ain't about to have him sitting on the sidelines for the whole uh, rest of the show. Of course not. Yeah. He ain't about to be playing a housewife or house husband to Athena. House husband. He's not. Yeah. It's just not happening. Like, even Harry was like, you got a fire engine to work with. I ain't got that to impress anybody. You know? (laughs) He gonna keep his fire engine, too. He ain't talking in past tense about that. So, speaking of fire engine, we have this uh, fire engine at the dispatch office. Because Maddie ready to go. And and they, look, they like, let's, they doing everything they can in their power to let her know that they need her. So, Maddie has this conversation with one of the people on the phone. Her name is Nicole. And she talks her through her brother's attempted suicide. And... Lo and behold, Maddie gets off the phone like, dang, they just hang up. I don't know what happens next. You know, I'm tired of being a middleman, not being the person that is there actually helping them and saving them. Like, I want to do it all, basically. And, you know, Sue telling her, like, you know, maybe you can't do it all. And Josh letting her know, like, you know, think about it in your head. You did your part. Everything good. How did you feel about her wanting to go back to nursing? 
I understand her yearn for wanting to do more, especially since she started out actually being in the field and doing it and then going to doing dispatch. And she already said that she did it because she needed to be a voice and not really be out in the field because she was hiding from Doug. Yeah. Now that he's not an issue, she's like, I want my life back. And I get that, that yearning to want to do more for people because she's definitely that type of person, you know? Even when she's on the scene at places, what was it? Was it the pregnancy or something? She she was on the scene and she, oh, it was a gunshot at that restaurant. That yeah. man got shot or stabbed. And, and she played nurse. Yeah. And she was just, I was like, wow, she's really suited for this. At, when I saw that, I thought that she was going to kind of go back into Yeah, nursing. at that point, I thought she was going to. But now that it's happening this time, like, I wouldn't be upset to see Maddie kind of going to nursing as long as she's still in the storyline. Yeah, but, but it's like this show is about first responders. Yeah. So it's like, how are we going to not have nine one one? How are we gonna not have dispatch? Like that's not that's not who gonna be dispatch if she gone? Yeah, you know if she playing nurse, they not gonna take one nobody in the one eighteen and put them in that spot. They not gonna <laughs> move Josh up. We don't care about Josh. Yeah, definitely not. Like I mean, granted, Josh did an amazing thing tonight. He pulled all her. Oh, yeah. Granted, it was a little weird. It was a little weird because. You went and gathered up all these people who I done had this best cause with just to sit here and have this kumbaya moment to tell me how my boys saved their lives so I can stay. Like, okay, granted, it was beautiful that he did that. I love the effort. But when he brought Gloria, that was a little weird for me because Gloria dang near tried to take Maddie out. She threatened her. She tried to take her job. She did everything. She was harassing her. Harassing her and made her stay on the phone while she had a car accident. While she purposely was trying to commit suicide. Like, and you brought her, not Josh. (laughs) Bad taste in your mouth, just a little bit. But you know what? That just shows how much of an impact she can make. That she was a the fact that she even like accepted Gloria, you know I that have she no understanding that she turned that situation Mm-mm. around. <laughs> she totally turned that situation around. Gloria was like a little bad seed. I don't know if you ever seen that movie, but Gloria was a bad seed out to get everybody, and now she's just had a change of heart because of Maddie. Mm-mm. She's always the bigger person. Like she's had such a big impact that had to show how big of an impact she really made. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna work, but. It was still a little rocky to me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not going. I'm not going with the, no, I, I wasn't going with Glory. I just wasn't going with that. But um, I understand. <laughs> I understand Josh's efforts. And mm-hmm. I feel like that was really sweet. All in all, all in all, that was a really sweet gesture. And, you know, I still wouldn't care to see Josh as a main character. I still would not care about that because he just sometimes... Anyway, he's annoying. So, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. little bit. But anyway, you know, she has this beautiful moment and she's, you know, taking it all in. But I feel like if her calling is to actually work with people hand in hand while through the beginning, the middle and the end, if that's what she desires in her heart, you cannot keep that from her because I, either way it go, she's going to leave. Mm hmm. And that's just with anybody in any job. If I could just speak from experience, if I could just speak my right now life, if I have a dream, a destiny and a calling that is greater than the person, than the place that I'm currently at as a far black back plan or a place that is supplying the income that I need for my bills to be paid. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to choose purpose and dream over it any day. 
Like it's 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 never it's never an option to to choose my dream, you know, to choose something else as opposed to choosing my dream. Mm-hmm. Like granted, you know, I'm gonna be somewhere and do what I gotta do to get me through, but at the end of the day, if God opens up the opportunity for me to be able to do my dream and say, Chuck the deuces on what I got going on, then I got to go. <laughs> okay. I think she's going to do it. That's why I was like, I'm okay with her leaving to be a nurse. Yeah. I don't know where that leaves like a potential character that's a dispatcher, but I'm down for it. Because she's, she's been Abby saying it back. from the beginning. Like she's kind of wants to be a nurse again. She's kind of been saying it little by little every episode. Yeah. She's been kind of bringing it up. So I think it's going to happen. And you know what I love that she said? She told she told um, Josh that she's not running from... She did, she never ran from nursing. She ran from Doug. Mm-hmm. And Doug was tied to her nurse life. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why she went into dispatch. And so my thing is... She's going to follow her heart at this point. Like, you can do all these nice gestures and do these sweet things. And you can try to keep her as long as you can. But that's not going to be able to sustain her when she has a purpose and a destiny that's outside of this. That's bigger than this, you know? Because. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. You got to go. The deuces got to be chucked when you got to go. Either way, you're helping people. All right. And that brings us to our Queen Bassett moment. Because the queen is always helping people. Oh, hell to the queen. start wearing crowns. Right. Okay. Especially during this moment. <laughs> and those of you who don't know, our Queen Bassett moment is the moment where we discuss all things Athena, who is played by Angela Bassett. So, Queen Bassett, you get it. Yes. So, tonight's Queen Bassett moment, granted, she was the first on the scene for everything, as usual. Always. But I just want to point out the fact that she was there for her man when he was having a hard time because... As a captain, he is also like a father figure to his team. You know, he has family dinners with them. He, you know, gives them advice. He's there with them personally. And now one of his team members just lost their wife. And not only do he feel for Eddie, but he takes that upon himself because it's like that's his, you know, teammate. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't there to give the call to make another option happen. So he is a little down about that. And so the queen, she, you know, comforts her man. And then right after she comforts her man, the, the next couple of days, I'm I'm assuming, is, you know, or maybe that same night, mm-hmm. he had planned for them to go on um, a wedding venue uh, tour. They were about to go tour this venue that they were at for their wedding, But the queen is so sensitive. She just has all of, what can I call, the empathy, the grace, the, she just has the heart for people. And in that moment, she put her wedding aside to grieve with Eddie. She's just like, I can't be sitting here searching out these venues while Eddie is playing a funeral. She said, you know what, Bobby, we do not have to do this. We do not have to be here right now. Just didn't feel right for yeah. either one of them. But she brought it up, right? She yeah. brought it up. Because she the queen. Okay. Because I don't think Bobby was going to be like, I don't think we should be doing this. But she could kind of just feel out the situation. He was just going with it because he yeah. just wanted to give her the best. Yeah. Absolutely. So the fact that she even had, the fact that she even brought it up was just, she's just All so outstanding. Like, she's just so True. caring and so loving. She was true to 
the situation at hand. Like, cause granted, Bobby just going with it. He like I told you that I would be at home planning this wedding for you. I'm taking you to this venue, and she just like, you know what, baby, let me let you have your moment. Mm-hmm. Let me let you have your moment, and we gonna put this to the side because you got some stuff going on, and I'm here with you for that. And I just love her so much. Like she teaches me how to be a mother. And a loving wife all in one episode. And teaches me how to be the best at my job. Because she's always the best at her job. Like, at the end of the show, right before it's all over, we get her. She hears what's going on on TV. She realizes that the same kind of bomb that they're talking about on the news is the same bomb from the rescue that they just did earlier that day. And she just like put two and two together. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, damn, we got a serial bomber. Cause she's just so amazing at her job. She always at work, even when Mm, she's not at work. That's exactly the way to describe her. She's always on the clock. Yeah. Always. Always. She worked 24 (laughs) seven. She work at home. She work on the job. She work in her relationships. She work in her friendships. She's just always working. Mm -hmm. I love her. Agreed. Me All hail to the queen. Wow, we're so, so we sound amazing. so obsessed. <laughs> we do, look, and we that's what look, five that's what the queen basket moment is for. But we let all my obsession out. It's funny because <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> but anyway, so we see that happening. So that brings us to our predictions. Ah, wait. And now you're after wait, what? Well, we'll talk about it after predictions, really quick. After. <laughs> what? Well, Hen and Chimney, like their moment. I just want to talk about it for like two seconds. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. I didn't know. I didn't know that Hen was going to be like, I was scared that you were going to b- realize that this is where you belong because you could do it and you were going to leave me. Yeah. And I was like, that is so sweet. Yeah. You know, their best friend moment. I think they've had one or two before. The fact that Han was honest about that because anybody else would have just taken their, their like, fears of jealousy Mm -hmm. or envy or something like that and would have just kept this hard shell on, like, uh uh-uh. Because, I mean, but she owned up to it. She's like, yeah, I gave you grief about it, but I only gave you grief because I'm scared that you wouldn't be okay with being my partner no more. Mm -hmm. Because... Granted, you know, she uh, she is affirming him as a captain and she's letting him know that she believes that he can do it. He's the right one for the job. But even he and no Bobby coming back. <laughs> yeah. Even he and no Bobby coming back. So I can't tell you I'm proud of you and toot your horn all day. But I want you to know that at the end of the day, you're going to one day have to be my partner again. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're my partner again, I want you to feel like that this part of the job is still good enough for yes. you and that you don't you know, run away from being my partner because you would rather be captain. Mm-hmm. And that was a beautiful moment. Which is not going to happen now that we know because he loves doing, he loves being in, he said he missed being in the truck with her. So, yeah. Yay. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be relieved when he goes back to just being Hen's partner. I think he'll be relieved. Yeah. That's my that's my prediction for him. <laughs> Literally, oh, really? I feel prediction? like he's going to go back to being his. Yeah. And then, and I can tell he loves saving people and working mm-hmm. as a paramedic because even in the moments where he was supposed to be captain, he would have rather went to go help them mm-hmm. as, you know, the paramedic. Like, he even tried to put him in her place. Like, you know what? I've been paramedic longer yeah. than you have, so I'm going to go and do this job. Okay. 
I'm everything. I wear all the hats. Right. <laughs> and so, But he can't be everything. Yeah. And I think because they had this moment of expression where she let him know, like, I was scared for that. And he lets her know, like, you don't even never have to be scared for that because I love that job so much that it's always going to be mm-hmm. enough for me. And since they had that moment when it is time for him to go back to his place as, you know, her partner, they won't have any confusion. Mm-hmm. They won't have any headbutting. It won't be any match. It would be like a rekindle of a partnership as well as continuation of their best friendship. Welcome back, bestie. Yay. Right. She was like, you're my best friend. I was like, I love girl guy best friends. I think it's so cute. Tear. I could never. (laughs) I've tried. I've tried, but I could never. Wait, could never what? Have a male best friend. Oh, it's hard. It is hard. It is so hard, especially when they straight. Oh, it's hard. It is so hard. Like, I've tried. I've tried to have close male best friends, you know, or I'm talking about close male best friends. Close male friends (laughs) or a close male best friend, but Mm -hmm. it has never worked for me in all of my life. Never they worked for me. They either love with your Porsche, <laughs> right? It, no, I'm so serious. No, I bet I either because granted, my my high school sweetheart started out as my best friend. Like that's crazy, really? right? Yes, like all of tenth grade, we were best friends, and then we made it official in eleventh grade, and we graduated as a couple together. And you know, and you guys and, aren't friends anymore now. Um, no. Oh no! I mean, we couldn't be friends anymore. Mm. That's how we ended up being together. Like, yeah. no, that's over with. Yeah, I know. Bye. I know. But um, but yeah, and so I've had a lot of friendships with males that I thought we could be friends, but they either wanted to eventually be with me or in the bed with me, and <laughs> that just doesn't work out either way because I would rather be your friend. Yeah. And then I've had one only one instance where it was me the one who fell in love with a guy male friend and I'm just like oh yep it's not for me I can't do it yeah they say it's impossible but it's impossible for me but Hen is gay oh that's true okay yeah Hen is gay this is an exception then but it's still nice she don't even like men and they don't count nonetheless it's still great Anyway, so let's give us your predictions for this season finale um, next week, the official season finale. I mean, Bobby's obviously coming back. Facts. I guess there's going to be a little bit more wedding planning. Honestly, don't know. Like, because I feel like these this, this this bomber situation, I don't know where that's going. I don't know where it's going either, but they did. I'm tired of y'all freaking us out on these previews because they did show us the previews and we see... The whole uh, 118 truck get bombs and they flip over. And let me, t- I'm not going to keep telling y'all, Ryan Murphy, if y'all hurt one of our people, take them out. It's going to be me and you. <laughs> me and you. He can't. Okay. We just lost Shannon. We can't. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. We ain't lose Shannon. It just wasn't. I'm sorry. Let me not. I'm sorry. I Savage. just can't. I can't talk about it. Obviously. Savage. I can't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I refrain from commenting on the Shannon situation. I refrain. Because <laughs> obviously what comes out of my mouth is not going to be okay. <laughs> anyway, so Eddie lost his wife. That's that, that's how we do that. <laughs> that's how we do that. Eddie lost his wife. Period. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's all your predictions. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I think that's. Wait, hold on. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going to come of this bomb situation. But I'm just hoping that everybody's good. That's, I guess, all I can say about that. Well, I don't know. I think 
I don't know. Eddie's going to have to tell Christopher the, mo- the mom died, though. So Yeah, I think he did already. Oh, you think he did? Oh, you think that that was I it? think he's going to give him the letter and let him read Aww. it for himself one day. Yeah. Maybe not today mm-hmm. or the next day. But one day, <laughs> he's going to give him that letter. <laughs> not today. Well, guys, those are our yes. predictions for next week. Make sure you all join us for the season finale, the real season finale. I know I mentioned it last time we wrapped up last show, but I made a mistake. It was part one of the season yes. finale today. Now, next week is part two and the actual season finale. Okay, so make sure y'all be here with us to watch it. Until then, why don't you tell them where they can find you? Guys, you can find me on Instagram at Courtney Ray Allen. And guys, you can find me all over everywhere at Portia Carter. See y'all next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 